Yo, Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Lindsay Weber. I'm Bobby Finger. And this is the week before the world ends, right? Two weeks before the world ends. Oh, I thought next week but was close. the week the world no, ends. No, no. Um, but this week You're talking the world... about the election, right? You... No, I was talking about the, the premiere of The Young Pope. <laughs> God, no. That's not for like months. No, the Young Pope premieres like this week or next week. Yeah, but in Europe, we don't live in Europe. Yeah, but we have ways of of accessing the Pope. I don't know what Just you're talking like about. Just like we have ways of accessing the real Pope. The Young Pope. It did really it, it got really good ratings in Italy. I know when it premieres I plan to convert to Catholicism so that <laughs> I can <laughs> so that I can worship in the ways of young uh, Jude Law and his his uh Who are you? I'm a contradiction. Like Mary, virgin and mother, like man, good and evil. I'm God. Are you gonna change? Your, are you gonna give yourself a nice Christian name, Lindsay? We, are you gonna yeah. get baptized and like christen yeah, yourself? Yeah, it's gonna be Lindsay Law when I marry Jude Law and I become the Pope's wife. Can you be a Pope? You can't be a Pope's wife. You can't that's the be whole, a Pope's. Wife. That's like the whole point of the show that I literally just like didn't God. understand. What would your name? What would your name be if you changed it? Like. What's a very like weirdly Sister Mary Clarence or something? Like <laughs> Sister <are> you... <laughs> Mary Clarence. <laughs> like Lizzie's like, like a... Hey, <laughs> hey, I'm Catholic now. I'm Sister Mary Clarence. <laughs> hey, everything I learned about religion I learned from TV and movies. So if you want me to be Catholic, I will be Sister Mary Clarence. <laughs> Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about all the supposed you know. I'm Sister Mary Clarence and I'm <laughs> <laughs> Who would you be if you had to convert to Judaism? What do you want from me? <laughs> Wait, who would I be? Who's a movie? Who's a movie I would do? Oh my god! You'd probably be like Barbara Streisand. Barbara Streisand, yeah. <laughs> and I'm Barbara Streisand. Yeah, no, I'd be Larry David. I'd be Larry David. Oh, cool! Glad we figured this out. Um... <laughs> Sister Mary Clarence. Each of our reference points. Each of our reference points for the other person's religion. Great. <laughs> it's all about you know religious harmony. So I love it. This week on Who's There? Speaking of harmony, we are taking your calls. <laughs> Not about Fifth Harmony at all, just the other stuff. Oh, happy day. Oh, happy day. Oh, happy day. Oh, happy day. When Jesus won. When Jesus won. When Jesus won. When my Jesus won. When Jesus won. Wash my sins away. La, 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 la. La, 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 la. Hi, Who Weekly. This is Hayden again. I just also wanted to let you know that you guys were number one on Nylon.com's best place for celebrity gossip roundup that was published a few weeks ago before Marie Claire did. Um, you know. Oh, well. Thought I'd let you know. Y'all rule. Good form, Bubble Thorn. Have a good debate night. And all that jazz. Good night. Um... Have you ever felt so dragged and yet so beloved at the same time? I know. I feel a little dragged. Thank you, Nylon. Also, oh, yeah. Thank you, magazine. Nylon. Also, <laughs> I just feel it's just really funny that he was like, you guys didn't even notice this. So thank you for calling in and telling us. And thank you, Nylon. Here is the next call. Okay. Hi. You guys are both idiots because you don't realize that 
Tobey Maguire and Sophia Richie know each other because Jen Meyer and Nicole Richie are best friends. Okay? So get it together, good form Bella Thorne. I love this call. I mean, I I've said it I've said it before and I'll call. say it again. I love comments so much. But I what I love more than any other comment is a comment where not only we are told we are wrong, but told that we are idiots, which we absolutely are. We absolutely I'm are for forgetting the past. Such an idiot. Also, like there are so many things that we miss. So the fact that you um, have the anger in you to call in and to correct us is more than I could ever want from you. No, I love it. Um, and and this caller is this caller's anger is completely justified because whenever you Google Jennifer Meyer. Nine out of ten photos are her with Nicole Richie. So, and he was not the only person to let us know this. This was like a common thing. So apparently, we're like both yes. extremely stupid, and we didn't know. Yes, we got a lot of tweets about this um, from you, very smart listeners who are more observant than we are. This is my letter necklace. Nicole Richie wore it, so the letter necklace became really popular. Next call, which is an actual question. Let's Here we go. go. Hi, the weekly. Um... I was wondering who Diane Kruger is. I feel like I've seen her name around for like the past five to more than five years. Um, I think she's an actress, but I don't know if I've ever seen anything that she's in. I thought that she was the person that dances with her brother, um, but I recently found out that that is Julianne Hoff. Um, so, yeah, I don't know who Diane Kruger is. Okay, thanks. Bye. I'll let you take this one. I feel like... She's a very you um, actress, Bob. <laughs> okay. Uh, we will get to the reason she's a very me actress in a second. But let's begin um, by saying she was in a few movies before this particular breakout role. But I would go ahead and say that her breakout role was as Helen of Troy in the movie Troy, which was an enormous hit. Came out in 2004. That was probably her introduction to most American audiences because she had been in like French movies and German movies before then. Also, she played like the most beautiful woman in all of, you know, history. Right. So that's like a big thing, right? Yeah. The face that lost a thousand, that launched a thousand ships, right? She's playing like the picture of beauty. So her introduction was the beautiful blonde woman. Uh, She became sort of important to me in her role in the two National Treasure movies, which I adore. And I think, Lindsay, you do too. I love those movies too. I right. love those movies. They're great. If you want a good movie to like watch with your dad and have, and you'll both be on the <laughs> same page, I highly recommend National Treasure movies. National Treasure and National Treasure Book of Secrets. They're in so which satisfying. They're very satisfying. And um, she played um, sort of, she had the unfortunate uh, role of, Nicholas Cage's far too beautiful love interest, which I feel like he gets in every movie. Right. Uh, far too beautiful and like sane <laughs> for right. Nicholas Cage. And then also not her first time being a too beautiful love interest. She was also in like a Liam Neeson movie, and she was in Inglorious Bastards. Uh, remember that? Her yeah, role she was in Inglorious really Bastards. Good. So ever yeah. since then, she's been she's been acting a lot. She was in that show Fringe. Um, which brings oh, right. us to the reason why I actually like her or the reason she... why I am into her. So not just Lindsay, people have loved Diane Kruger for a long time because she was one half of a really charming and very beautiful and sort of like effortless Hollywood couple, very like under the radar. Yes. Around a lot and at very sort of 
fancy Hollywood events. Like these were not low rent events. They were always around. They just know how to dress. I think, and they look beautiful every single time. So she was one half of the uh, Josh Jackson, Diane Kruger, A list. uh, I go by Josh. We're friends. (laughs) So I will say, I feel like this is a very big case of two who's becoming a them as a couple. Like he's not a who. He has Mm -hmm. one iconic role, but I think he still he kind of fell off. Fringe was big, but only for certain people. Pacey. Pacey, right? But I think them kind of, she's more on the cusp and he's kind of falling off. But together Mm -hmm. as a couple, this is like an A-list couple. I mean, they were like beloved. And and I was trying to find a way to good, uh, I was trying to find a good way to sort of describe their existence because it would be really easy. It would be really easy for you to not know what they were in, but they were always around and 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 the thing that they did so well was that they managed to and I and I've, I'm repeating myself now, but they managed to fly under the radar where they would be at these really really a listy events, um, and not make headlines. Really, they were just there looking beautiful, and then you'd be like, oh, I'm going to move on to George Clooney and Amal Clooney. Like, I just feel like they the thing about them is that you could tell that they genuinely liked each other, and I don't think that is the case for many celebrity relationships it's just they were together for a long time and they you could tell that they just really liked each other and And the public picked up on that yeah right i just it's not that hard to tell i think and so what's really tragic is the reason why we're talking in past tense is because they recently broke up which was like very distressing for me personally (laughs) and the reason why they broke up unfortunately is extremely clear like it's it's really upsetting how it it's gotten out. I mean, I don't know. It hasn't really been written about kind of more. It's more like everyone knows, but everyone no talks about it. The reason it's clear, um, one of the main reasons it's clear is because two days ago, Diane Kruger, um, by two days ago, I mean Monday or Sunday. Right. Diane Kruger. She also is great at Instagram. This is <laughs> yeah. part of this. <laughs> so she did a wonderful Instagram um, post in which she it looks like she took a photo of a screenshot of a photo of a screenshot of a photo of a screenshot of a a piece of writing that reads final thought a relationship without trust is like having a phone with no service and what do you do with a phone with no service you play games so basically Mm. diane kruger was accusing joshua jackson or josh jackson to his friends of having um, of being able to unable to trust Joshua Jackson and that he was a game player. And we didn't go, we didn't actually say what the truth is that everyone knows, but no one talks about. And it's that <laughs> you might know that Joshua the Jackson rumor. is in the rumor. This is alleged, allegedly. So you might know that Josh Jackson is in the show, The Affair. Um, this is a show on Showtime that maybe four people watch, <laughs> maybe two of them like it. I'm just saying, it's a very under-the-radar show, but it's whole, the whole thing is that it's, like, about people who are fucking each other and everyone. So everyone's, like, having a sordid relationship. So, wink, wink, it's been pretty much out there that Josh Jackson and the main woman, her name is uh, Ruth, Wilson. Ruth Wilson. Is that her name? Yeah, Ruth right? Wilson. Um, are, in fact, dating question mark allegedly yeah. it's a very tabloidy story but it's kind of like one of those things that has been on enough radar uh daily news kind of crazy days and nights that it will bubble up soon because also the the affair is coming back on tv so yeah 
people are going to want to write about them. So I'm pretty sure that something not so nice happened and Josh Jackson is now dating the his co-star. Uh, Allegedly. But we left out we left out the part underneath. <laughs> so this is what makes Diane Kruger's post so funny is that she posts this very explicit sort of accusation and then after that post starts getting traction, she adds she adds hashtags to it. Did you see this? <gasps> no. So she... Diane Kruger added hashtags to the post and the hashtags are so funny because they're such lies. They are hashtag OMG people chill out. Hashtag it's just a post I found and thought was funny. Hashtag I wish I could be so cryptic. Hashtag WTF. Diane Kruger, mm. what are you thinking? It's not like I'm going to post this just because I think it's funny. Number one, it's not funny. <laughs> like, this is in yeah. no way not pointed. Um, I mean, it's just very, I think this is what happens when you like, it's like she related to that because it was it was relevant to her. And then she didn't realize that it was so obvious, you know? Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Mm. I mean, uh, eh. whatever. I still like... I, we can tell what's happening here and it's pretty we all much know what's happening real. Right. so it's really sad R.I.P. Uh, Kruger Jackson that I am w- obsessed with Fran Drescher I'm serious I honestly if I met her I, I might not be able to say hi really? I, she's my biggest next to Don Johnson she's my biggest <laughs> celebrity crush I swear to God that is we, we have that in common uh, we have, <laughs> Fran Drescher I love her she's one of the funniest <laughs> Uh, next call is a fun one. Hi, Bobby and Lindsay. This is Stephen from Washington, D.C. I called earlier in an, an embarrassing twist. I was complaining about not knowing who Little Mix are. And truly, and I'm not lying when I say this, I was listening to the podcast episode where you covered Little Mix and had already heard that portion of the show. That's how who they are. But I had another thought, and I wanted to draw your attention to this really annoying who trend on TV recently where there are these like big ensemble shows that kind of become a thing. And so all of the people in them, there's like usually one them or maybe even like one and a half them. And then everyone else is like sort of elevated into the spotlight as a result. And the one I'm thinking of now is NBC's This Is Us, which is very clearly marketed as like a replacement for parenthood, which itself was like a who's who of who's. And the Daily Mail just pushed the following article to me. This is us hunk Justin Hartley strips down for Ellen's it and admits he's, quote, horrible at planning his wedding. And then it's just like several photos of like this naked man, Justin Hartley. So my question for you is like, who are the hot new who's that are on TV for the upcoming season and... Will they ever make them status? Because I really just don't think that this is us is Justin Hartley will ever be a them. Thanks. Bye. (laughs) Well, Bobby, are you watching This Is Us? Absolutely not. I refuse. So I am. (laughs) Of course. And you probably love it. Here's the thing. I hate it. (laughs) 
But here's the other thing. I'm never going to stop it. watching it. I'm never going to stop it. watching it. So uh, This Is Us, if you haven't um, heard of it yet, is actually quite popular. I think it went up in ratings from one week to the next because that's a, and that's like a big deal in TV. So uh, This Is Us is the same guy who did Parenthood, which I loved and is undeniably a is great show. Is it the show. same guy who did Parenthood? Yes. Oh. It's either pro- either produced or written or oh. the same guy is involved because that was why they pr- basically when they r- announced this is us it was like oh this is the next parenthood because the about creator ensemble class the creator so, is Dan Fogelman and he made Crazy Stupid Love okay but the producer is oh, the guy okay. who did Parenthood and okay. it's this guy whose name I forget now or whatever but he is a big deal. Okay. Oh my god. Margaret's gonna kill me. Hi, Margaret Lyons. I know you're listening and you're so mad that I can't remember the right <laughs> names. Um, basically, so This Is Us is supposed to check all of the boxes that Parenthood once did, which is that it was really sad, really <laughs> cheesy, and it was about a family. So, and a big ensemble cast as well. Right. And it's it, it had that little something. Little something. This Is Us clicks every box, but it has nothing. And involves a lot of... <laughs> I don't know if you heard... You know about the twist, though, right? Yeah, you told me about it. Okay. I was like, Lindsay, tell me the twist, because I don't want to deal with this. <laughs> you died. I remember that. You were very excited. I could not believe it. So close your ears, or like skip ahead if you don't want to hear the twist, because it's really funny. In the first episode, it's these three different stories that you're seeing, or four different stories that you're seeing, and then you find out that one of the stories is actually back in time, and that Mandy Moore... Is, pl- is the mother of the other stories. Like, she is the mother of the other kids in the other stories. And then now the show is basically jumping back and forth between the past, which is like a 70s styled Mandy Moore and the guy from Gilmore Girls, and the present, which is these kids who you've never heard of. All these actors, including, um, I think, Sterling K. Brown is in it. Sterling K. Brown. I, He's you, the only you good think one. You're the one who watches it. I mean, I just, I'm like, I'm, you know, it is him. So... But all the other uh, people in the show, you are correct, are who's, including the hunk um, and the woman and everyone else, uh, except for, I guess, Mandy Moore was kind of the lead name that they went out with when this show was being uh, promoted. Right. I would say the only the only people you might know by name are Mandy Moore and Sterling K. Brown. But no, you also would know Milo Ventiglamiglia, whatever you say, how do you say his name. How would do you, you say his name? Yes, because people love him and he was on a lot of shows. Lindsay, name one of those shows. Uh, Gilmore Girls. Okay, I guess that's fine. Which is why I referenced him. So my point is that, yes, you're right. This is I think this is going to be a big show for the fall season and going forward because it's very popular. So yes, this hunk is going to be a thing. Is he ever going to be a them? I kind of don't think so, but maybe. He might end up being like, um, what was the name of the guy, the hunk on Desperate Housewives, who like was going to oh be the next God. hunk, and then no You're one cared. right. Who is that guy? Jesse. Jesse. Whatever. Who cares? He also could be like uh, McDreamy from Grey's Anatomy, who Jesse Metcalf. Kind of... Oh, that's not a hard one. He, he really did fall off, didn't he? Yeah. Um, so there's a lot of different, it's like when you're the hunk on the new fall show, it's like TBD as to whether you'll, right. you know, actually get there or have the range as they say. Mm-hmm. So you asked us for other people who are going to be notable in the fall season. We have like a little list. We got a list. Uh, Bobby, you want to start? Go through yeah, like a so few of them? I'll do a few. So there's Westworld. 
I mean, this is, this is a combination of your thems and your whos, but mostly you've got whos. Um, in Westworld, you've got Jimmy Simpson, a who, on his way to becoming a them. You may know him as the hacker from House of Cards. Then I you've love got, him. Or um, It's Always Sunny. He's fantastic. It's Always Sunny, yeah. Then you've got Evan Rachel Wood, who is 100% of them, but she is the star of the show. Next up, you have the star of Luke Cage, uh, Mike Coulter. There are other thems in there, like um, who else is in that show? I have no Who's idea. I've not watched it. Uh, Rosario Dawson's in it, right? Right, but he's the Whatever. main guy. He's the main guy. These he's are the like guy. the people that are probably going to cro- like cross over. I guess like Evan Rachel Wood doesn't count because she's a them. We already talked about it. But yeah. Jimmy Simpson, Mike Coulter, um, Speechless stars Minnie Driver, who's already a them. Yeah. I don't know if anyone in that show is like going to be a thing. Yeah, maybe But they're not. good. It's a good show. Yeah. Insecure, um, you got Issa Rae and Yvonne Orji. Um, they, I mean, they're both who's. But the show they, is really good. The show is really good. Are there any thems in that show? I'm trying to think of the other thems. No, there's... I don't think I haven't encountered so. a them. Everyone's a who. Like, there's that woman from Orange is the New Black in it as Issa Rae's boss, and it's like, oh, you're a who. There's a lot of who's in that show. There's who's. It's um, not. There's not thems. Divorce. Issa. Divorce better than the show that follows it, which is entirely thems, which isn't even good. Divorce. Ugh, with Sarah Jessica ugh. Parker and Thomas Hayden Church. That show is hard to watch. Uh, the other show that I brought up, Walking Dead, came back recently and was, like, a big deal. Again, everyone hate watches this show, but it's everyone. Like, so many people watch this show. Um, and I guess the first, um, episode had a big deal with the, uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan, who everyone gets confused with Javier Bardem. We've talked about this. Um, he, I guess, killed someone important. He's an evil man. I don't know. Don't call me and tell me the plot. I don't care. Like... (laughs) This is not a call for, like, this is just not a call for help is what I'm saying. I don't care what happened on The Walking Dead. But what I'm saying is that even as somebody who didn't watch it, I know that something big happened with Jeffrey Dean Morgan's character. And I think that means he'll be a big deal. Yeah. Um, I feel like he's always been on the cusp of being a big deal, but it never happens. And I think Walking Dead is the thing that made him happen. I know. Denny. R.I.P. Denny. Anyways, that's for all my Grey's Anatomy fans out there. All right. So, otherwise, we have Pitch, this new show that everyone finds quite charming. Stars Kylie Bunbury, which people really like her. She's so good in it. her co-star is Mark Paul Gossler. And he's great in it. He's He's really good. He's been good on TV for a long time. And not like just, oh, he's so good on Saved by the Bell, because I don't mean that. World, I mean, he's been World's number one Franklin and Bash fan here, Lindsay Weber. <laughs> Excuse you. He's like a very charming and capable person. Let's not... He, he'll be fine. He keeps getting these jobs. Like, how is he getting Pe- these jobs? Must, people must like him. That's what I always people think. People him. When people get job after job after job, you have to assume that, like, they have a good reputation. Or they test well or something. They always test well. Sorry, that's maybe like tests, industry talk. Maybe he t- maybe he tests well. <laughs> Move on to left. Lethal Weapon, which has been getting good reviews. Um, I don't which know. Which is a them and a who? Damon Wayans yeah. and the whoiest name, Clayne Crawford. It's I don't understand. It's kind of like Blaine, but not. It's Clayne. It kind of sounds like a hair product. Clayne. <laughs> Next up, Timeless with Abigail Spencer and Matt Lanter. Two who's? Two total who's. I don't oh. even know who they are. Abigail Spencer sounds like someone I know who she is, but I don't know who she is. You would think, oh, it's Abigail Breslin, but it's absolutely not. Or like someone Spencer. Anyways, this show people are talking about might be popular. These are all TBDs. A lot of these shows literally just started and are maybe three or four episodes in. So it's hard to tell what Mm -hmm. the situation is. But usually if you can like cross over or become a who or become a them, it's like the show has to be like a national treasure in a way. Like everyone has to watch it. It has to be really big. Yeah. 
Um, and maybe some of these shows don't even exist after the mid-season, but who knows. Um, I know. Or maybe they become like CSI where people do watch them, but no one knows who the hell anyone is on it. So And you get spinoffs. So you get like, this is us, Boston. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is us, Las Vegas. Wait, I'm sorry. How would you get this is us, Las Vegas? This is us, Fort Worth. I think this show is resonating so profoundly with people because they're hungry for this sort of cathartic entertainment. People love to be moved. We love to cry. We love to feel things. We love to be able to relate them back to our own lives. And I feel like this show is just touching upon this insatiable hunger that's out there. People want it. They want something that's not cynical. They want a show that I feel like inherently is hopeful at the end of the day. Another call. Here we go. There's some primo who drama on Twitter. By drama, I mean absolutely uninteresting. Um, known who Ronan Farrow, who, despite being a Yale-educated lawyer, son of Woody Allen, and apparently had his own MSNBC show, I know from doing, like, two good tweets about Hillary Duff in, like, 2013, tweeted, at Delta, just got stopped by TMZ at LAX. You have a systemic issue, and it's making me consider switching to American. Then he links to a defamer article that's like, if you fly Delta into LAX, the paparazzi is going to stop you because, like, Delta shares its passenger list with the, the paparazzi. And Delta immediately tweets, at Ronan Farrow, oh, no, I'm so sorry, Ronan. I'm definitely sharing your comments with our leadership team. Thank you for letting us know. Like, my hot take on this, first of all, is that there is no way that TMZ was waiting at the airport for Ronan Farrow. They were definitely waiting for, like, a Bella Thorne, a Rita Ora, or even, like, a them. And just incidentally, one of them saw Ronan Farrow get off a plane and was like, hey, you know, comment on your latest dumb hooey project, like your memoir, probably. So I just thought that was funny. And even if you don't include it on the show, I just hope it brightens your day that there was this great exchange between America's best-loved Atlanta-based airline and America's best-loved ex-MSNBC Woody Allen Sun journalist. Bye! I wish you could hear our laughing during that call. (laughs) That call was, like, top five calls of all time, I would say. What a fantastic story with, like, really a truly beginning, middle, and end. Like, what a crafted... beautifully crafted tale also and i honestly i don't have any other thing i don't have any other comments to give because everything this caller said i'm just like yep i agree with that there is no no way way. tmz was waiting for ronan farrow can you imagine they probably were like we they probably just found someone else but then we're getting a sandwich like there's no way (laughs) that they were there for that they went to auntie ann's um (laughs) This is this is really funny. And the Delta tweet that um, this caller so lovingly read is even somehow even more hysterical to actually see in writing because oh, of no. the oh, oh no I oh I am, no I am so sorry Ronan um, it's <laughs> it's really wild. Also, it, it it's funny that the caller kept shadily bringing up Ronan Farrow's failed MSNBC show <laughs> because Ronan Farrow is this like. Just, you know, this this wonder kid, like, he's just, like, a complete prodigy. He went to Yale. I think he graduated from Yale Law School when he was, like, 21. It's just insane. Um, he worked for Hillary Clinton back when she was, like, Secretary of State. Uh, he has, like, a crazy resume. He's barely 30 years old. And so 
MSNBC assumed that by giving him a daytime show, he would appeal to millennials, not knowing that millennials, it's not that they're looking for someone who they can relate to on television. They're just not going to watch MSNBC regardless. So it (laughs) failed. And he's... But now Ronan Farrow is on the Today Show as like an NBC correspondent where he, he does is. like, it's it's really infrequent. He'll do like little reports on very sort of, the last one that he did last week was about like kids. No, it was like teens who abuse Adderall, like Ooh. college binge Ooh. drinking. It's that so type of like thing. So he's like 2020 correspondent. He he's 2020 like correspondent for millennial focused stories. Also, can I just add so shadily, and let's just say, allegedly, he is not Woody Allen's son. (laughs) So that's, I didn't, I wasn't sure if I wanted to bring that up, but it was really funny. I don't care. It was all over, it's been all over the internet. The really funny rumor is that he is, so on his birth certificate. Look at his face, it's not a rumor. (laughs) Stop it, let me say it. Let me just say it. So on on Ronan Farrow's birth certificate, his mother is listed as Mia Farrow. Got it. Great. His father is listed as Woody Allen. Got it. Great. Wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. Because the rumor is that his father is actually Frank Sinatra. Look at his face. Look. I just, I'm sorry. Like, this is like. And sometimes I just can't even explain my anger with this. And so sometimes there was a there was a time maybe two years ago, three years ago, maybe longer when this was a bigger rumor. And both Ronan and Mia would comment about it directly on their Twitter. Like Um, vehemently deny it. They were so mad. How dare you? They would deny it. But then every once in a while, Mia would be like, maybe. (laughs) Literally put a picture of old of Frank Sinatra a young Frank Sinatra and Ronan Farrow side by side and tell me that that is not his son. I'm sorry. That and he is not Woody Allen's son. No, absolutely not. There are no Woody Allen genes in there. None. This is not like Khloe Kardashian is OJ Simpson's son, a daughter. That is that is slightly less obvious. Like that is still TBD and probably not true. This is obvious to me. <laughs> um Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly, no comment. Now it is a time I savor and relish and look forward to. It's the Reed Report with my colleague, Joy Reed. Joy, my friend, you never call, you never write. Uh, row, row, listen, man, we got to hang out. You don't want to leave her. Joy, Joy, how are you doing, my Thank friend? Thank you so much, Ronan, my friend. Joy, you came back on Friday. You were gone. I thought you hated me. I thought it was <laughs> over between us. Joy Reed, Joy, it has been so long since I've seen you. I missed you in the last 15 minutes. Now it is a time I cherish and look forward to. It's the Reed Report with my colleague, Joy Reed. As I live and breathe, my lady, Joy Reed, what, what brings you to a dive like this? Thank you all for joining me. And it is time for the Reed Report with my colleague, Joy Reed. Oh, Joy, batter my heart. Good to see you. <laughs> Next call. Hi, my name is Kylie, and I am a longtime listener of the podcast since episode one, even though I know we're not counting episodes anymore. And I had a question for you. I've been seeing someone in the news a lot, and I'm afraid she might be getting them status, but I don't know who she is. And that is, uh, who is Amber Tamblin? She's quite political, and I do agree with most of what she's saying, but I don't understand why we care what she's saying. Like, who is she? Also, big news this evening, good form Bella Thorne is in Playboy. Ugh, what are the who's coming to? One more thing, 
now that Lindsay and Bobby are getting quite a bit of press or a moderate amount of press, I mean, Jesse Tyler Ferguson did tweet at you. Does that mean that you guys are now entering Hootum? Love the podcast. Thanks. Bye. You want me to answer this? Yeah. Okay. This is not that difficult. Amber Sister Tamblyn. Traveling pants. <laughs> wow, you didn't even let me answer it. <laughs> Done. Joan of Arcadia, Sister no, of the Traveling Pants. She, so she's an actress. Uh, Sister of the Traveling Pants is probably her most known film. Uh, but more recently, she is, you're right, very politically active. She is married to David Cross. Are they married? Are they still dating? They're just dating. Are they married? I don't know. I don't know if they ever got married. We can we can find this out. Keep talking. Her and David Cross are married, and she recently wrote a book that got a lot of attention because it was uh, all poems about dead movie starlets, and one was about Lindsay Lohan, which was kind of interesting. She's just mm-hmm. like a very uh, woke uh, feminist uh, actress, so she's like in all of the different things. Amy mm-hmm. Schumer, she's been in all this stuff. So yeah. that's they are I'm... married, by the way. Okay. Anyways, that's fine. I don't think there's anything else. No, she's very she's very likable. Something that's very interesting. I mean, I guess it's not that interesting, but she seems very. God, this is going to come off as 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 rude or like some kind of read, but it absolutely is not. She's very comfortable in her like status as a who. Yeah. She's never seemed like someone who wishes she was more famous than she is. I think the reason why maybe you see this too is that she's from Los Angeles. She's kind of from an old Hollywood so family. She's jaded. She's, she's like, totally whatever. jaded. Like her yeah. dad was in Twin Peaks. Um, and her mom is an artist. I just, I just don't think, I think she's just one of those very old Hollywood people. So it's not for her. It's just, this has been forever. She seems very chill. Uh, moving on. Hi, Who Weekly. My name is Campbell. Okay. So I've been listening for for forever, but basically I want to know who is baby Ariel. I've heard her around. I think she's a star of Musical.ly. Musical.ly, first of all, is such a hooey app, but. I don't know, but apparently Baby Ariel is a huge deal, and she collabed with Shane Dawson, who, in my opinion, is a them on the YouTube and, I don't know, life world, but he's them, but basically want to know who is Baby Ariel. Okay, love you guys, and hope you hear from me soon. Thanks. Bye. Um, I'm just going to say... I'm going to go, like, make myself a sandwich while Lindsay answers this because I have nothing to say so, here. So can you just – if you need to stop me if I go long. And if you want to um, hear me actually go long about this, I wrote about Musical.ly recently for the magazine California Sunday. So if you just search my name in Musical.ly, you can read literally – 2,000 words on this garbage, but I can give you like a very small, maybe slightly comprehensible, probably incomprehensible explanation of what this is, right? So, slightly (laughs) comprehensible. He's still there. He's still there. Barely. So, Musically is an app. I would say it's like a cousin to Vine, but also a very close relation to Dub Smash. Do you remember what Dub Smash was? Is yes. (laughs) Wow. Okay. So basically, it's those two things mixed where you tape yourself doing a lip sync to a song or a sound or a scene or whatever. But what's cool, (laughs) what's cool is that the app, when you record it, it slows it down. So you can kind of fit a lot in into the very short period of time. So there's a lot of ways you can play with the frame. 
the thing that's really interesting about the app is that most of the people on the app are like seven years old. That's very, even though everyone says that everyone on the internet is a baby, this app is literally full of babies. It's just, there's like, there's like four-year-olds, five-year-olds, six-year-olds, seven-year-olds, whatever. (laughs) So that's why it's funny that this, the most famous person in, on the Musical.ly app is a girl who goes by Baby Ariel. Because she, because literally she's not a baby anymore, but there are literal babies that are on the app that are famous. So another person you might have heard of was Jacob Sartorius, who got famous off the app and released a single. So baby, if you are not ready for my kiss, then you can wear my sweatshirt. And you can tell your friends we'll be together till the end, girl. Um, anyways, the reason why Baby Ariel is famous on this app is because she basically invented the style in which, uh, musically people, they call themselves musers, uh, do music. <laughs> oh my God. And I encourage you, uh, to go look at a musically because it is like an experience you've never had before. Um, the way that they do it is really funny. Like, I can't explain it. It just looks like a mime, but also a robot. And then they have one hand that's doing hand signs that are like... I can't explain it. Okay, I'm sorry. So point being is that there is this entire ecosystem of seven, uh, five to 11-year-olds who are busy making lip syncs and um, fighting with each other within an app that you've never heard of. And that is and, what musically And is. Baby Ariel's sort of like the person who created the language. She created the language. She created like the way that it became kind of not iconic, but kind of recognizable outside of the app. Okay, cool. <laughs> We can never talk about this again. If you want to read more, I did write a cool thing. So if you want to go read it to understand it more, if you do care, go read it. If not, I don't blame you, honestly. Who cares? Hi, Lindsay and Bobby. This is uh, Jackie from Brooklyn with an inebriated question for you. When you are them and like us, them on the cusp and you die and you go to heaven do you stay of them or are you demoted to whose status? Because once you're in a community of like historic dead thems, like if Ariana Grande dies and goes to heaven and is seated next to like, who's dead? Audrey Hepburn, Nora Ephron, and um, Whitney Houston. Like, is anyone going to care about her anymore? Is she going to be at the then table or is she going to be at like secondary them or primary who's or I don't know. What do you think happens to who's in them in the afterlife? Thank you very much. Bye. Um, I have a comment on this. <laughs> I do too. What's yours? Well, it's 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 a short comment, but I will go ahead and say that I think there that the hierarchies do exist in <laughs> in heaven. Absolutely. <laughs> and I think if I were in heaven and I saw Nora Ephron and Whitney Houston, I wouldn't be allowed at their table. Like, I don't think I could go up to them. Like, if I went up to them and were like, oh, Nora, Whitney, could I get a selfie? They would be like, ugh. Like, I would have, like, a mansion. I would get everything I want. But I wouldn't necessarily have access to these people because you still probably have free will in heaven. Whatever. I'm done talking about this. Can I have? Can I say my comment? Sure. Whatever this commenter is uh, smoking, 
I would love to try some. <laughs> so if you, if you could send me um, whatever it is that you recently smoked before you called and asked that question, I would love to try it. <laughs> but not if it's illegal to send that over through the mail. Let's okay? Just, okay, I'm sorry. You don't need to allegedly my... I live in California and it is pretty legal here. I have a medical license. So yes, you can send me pretty legal (laughs) excuse me officer it's pretty legal i have a letter from my doctor thank Um, you very much that's a really good question Lindsay. do you have a a comment about the afterlife no i don't know i've never been to heaven what kind of comment is this (laughs) okay well then we're done um thank you this was a wild episode oh my god we went so many places i feel like we were in like very weird giddy moods uh yeah well yeah, we'll see you Monday. Yeah. Um, see you Monday. Thanks for listening. Um, see you in the afterlife. Oh, my sitting God. At, we'll be sitting at your table, by the way, guys. We will not be allowed at the them table. So I'm not sitting at your table. I'm sitting with Whitney Houston and okay. Nora Ephron. Bye. Okay. Bye. <laughs> you will drive us. Allegedly. 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 This is alleged. Allegedly.